dimensional world which you inhabit can be bent to your will only when you enter the fifth dimension. Al Lockerson, Transception, the man with the plan. How you doing, my man? Very good. You? Excellent. It's nice to see you. Nice to see you on a Sunday. Nice to see you. It's a rough start for me. Really? Well, no, not in a really bad way. Yeah. I stayed up late. I go to bed at 11 o'clock. Okay, and how and late I, did that? I, I went to bed at 1.15. Nice. I was watching the Jake Paul oh. Ben Askren fight last night. Nice. Ben Askren went to sleep at 1.14. Yes, he <laughs> did. He sure did. He got up and uh, he wanted to keep going. The ref was like, no, nah, man, you're done. Yeah. He's like, no, man. No, no, I can keep going. And the ref's like, no, man, you're done. And he's like, oh, I keep going. He's like, bro, your fucking brain's coming out of your eyeballs. You enjoyed the show? I did enjoy the show. Cool. I enjoyed the show. I thought it was super cool um, to see a live event like that. Yeah. That was like four or five hours long. That had comedy. Mm -hmm. That was really uncensored. That was really uh, pushing the envelope. Yeah. In terms of like trying a new format. So it's like a pay-per-view, mm -hmm. but it's not just boxing. Yeah. There's music incorporated. There's comedy. There's all kinds of personalities. It was, it was like chaotic. Yeah. But I really appreciated the the effort that they put into the production. It was something new about it. It, it was something new, and and to me, it was worth the the fifty bucks to 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 tune in. Nice, because it was it was a it was a fucking show. It was it was bananas. Yeah, you had Pete Davidson insulting everyone like for real. Yeah, like these weren't jokes. They, it, the whole event was fun for me. It was too late. God yeah. damn! Like, just bring the bring the the main event a little sooner. But I guess every pay per view has that problem. Yeah, absolutely. Because they need to. Can't really plan, but why? Why is it that they do that? Because some rounds, maybe not for that event, but let's say MMA or, or UFC, some rounds could go, you know, one round. Some fights can last thirty seconds. Some fights can last five rounds. So they have to give you some sort of buffer. I don't know. It's weird. I'm thinking maybe for um, advertising too. If they have an, a long event that yeah. they string you along on, yeah, uh, there's more time for advertisers, yeah. so more funding available. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I, I understand that. It's always been even the concerts. You know, there's always a okay two more bands before Blink 182. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about those opening bands. I never did. It's true. But what was it for? Just to get the the hype? No. So make sure a, no one's late. There's a new metric that's it's how often like you're searched up on Google or Twitter search or because the way you watch an event now is different than how we watched it 20 years ago, right? There wasn't a platform where you can just say all your thoughts in two seconds, then read what people are saying about it. Then there's memes that are creating seven seconds after. So it's a whole experience, a new way of watching uh, any type of events. So they did mention on yeah. that note that. That everything was trending. Yeah. Like it was number one on yes, trending. It was. Like uh Paul Askren or Triller, whatever it was, yeah. it was trending hard. Yeah, it was. Which is great, right? That's what they want. Mm -hmm. That's what the algorithm wants, right? Because yeah. that's the I guess the the metric of success. Absolutely. It's like that, it's the engagement level. And so they uh want to watch, you know. It's it's funny because sometimes you watch just on Twitter to see how people react rather than just the actual fight itself. Yeah, so there's multiple dimensions of the entertainment. Yeah. Very cool. And honestly, there were so many memeable moments from Pete Davidson to the West Coast rappers yeah. to all the performers to Justin Bieber being amazing to the main fight, to the lead-up fights. Even Yeah, even the lead-up fights, that guy who got knocked in the nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Who didn't get knocked in the nuts. No, he was over-exaggerating. There was a slap fight mm -hmm. that was controversial in itself because the guy kept moving. Yeah. Did you see that part? Yeah. Yeah, of course. With Ric Flair? Ric Flair. Woo! And, yeah. Woo! He, he's got no more gas in the no, tank. No. He looked like he has a, three more weeks to go. He survived like three heart attacks, so. Fuck. It's funny. Yeah. He doesn't even look like Ric Flair anymore. No. I think he's like 80 years old. It's crazy. But I loved seeing him there. Um, I'd say like every moment was as viral as they could make it. I, I feel like they took kind of that world star energy and like how can we throw that or produce uh, really yeah it that's what it looked like it's it's hype it doesn't matter that the production is not you know fine comb fine tooth comb yeah. right like all perfect and sparkly it's like is this gonna get the views yeah is this gonna slap is it gonna get the tweets and that's really at the end of the day the only thing that matters yeah. in terms of revenue and there was a UFC fight happening at the exact same time. And it was this fight or this event was getting so much more traction, which just goes to show you that it's not necessarily just about the fight. It's about entertainment. So I agree with you. So I, like, yeah. I didn't even know yeah. there was a UFC fight. There was a UFC. Who was fighting? Um, at 185, there's this guy, uh, Whitaker and Gasolum, but it, it wasn't like they're not big time guys. So one was a champion, but again, no one, no one gives a shit. No one gives a shit unless it's, it's Connor making a mess in there. Absolutely. And look, got to hand it to Jake Paul. He plays the the villain card pretty well. Yep. And he gets very hateable. And that's what it's all about, right? Only a few people know. There's a lot of people saying that the fight was rigged and whatnot, but it creates kind of this other storyline all in itself. So. Yeah, that, that keeps propagating, that keeps going. Yeah. And going, there's one man that figured that out a long time ago. I'll name drop him again. Vince, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Absolutely. Vincent yeah. Kennedy McMahon. When I was watching it, I was like, Trin would love this. Yeah. Because it's got the ethos of wrestling in it. 100%. You don't know what's fake. You don't know what's real. Yeah. That's, and that's something that I really cherish, mm -hmm. is not knowing what is real and what is not. Yeah. I love that. That mystery of what the fuck is going on here. Yeah. Like, even from the fight being rigged to, to Pete Davidson saying fucked up shit and being blocked out by that. You know, they blocked out the yeah. screen when he said something. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it's pretty damn entertaining. Look, besides the money, it's are we still talking about how many other people in the world are talking about the fight this morning? Yeah. And that's the winning metric. And I think the true winning metric or the, the true point to take away is it's not about the fight. Is it about how much noise you can make with the fight? Yeah. That's why I talk about F1. The race today was great. It was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah. So that's why I'm a little beat up. Because I ate too many cookies last night, <laughs> which was the plan. Mm -hmm. Slept late, woke up early to watch the race. And it was, a, it was a lovely race. But it's never about the race. It's about the chaos. It's about the, the blah, blah. It's about the chirp. It's about what is really going on. And, and I feel like I hate this term, master class. They yeah. say it in F1. You know when Lewis wins? Lewis was a master class. <laughs> and I'm like, so fucking lame. But I feel like... Uh, that Triller Fight Club last night was a masterclass in getting attention. Yeah, for sure. There were so many components going on, and it was live. Mm -hmm. That that it it went off without a t like without a fucking hiccup. Yeah, it's crazy. And the huge fan base. They've been promoting it for a while. Just the three TikTok girls that were on there is like combined. Uh, I don't know, a hundred uh, million. Yeah, hundred million followers. So yeah. yeah, and Jake Paul was there. Logan Paul. Yeah. Those guys combined is what 
Yeah. 40, 50, 60 million themselves. Yeah. And then you have Snoop. And then you have uh, Ice Cube. And, and then you, you had Justin Bieber. The entire MMA community, right? Because it was one of their owns getting knocked out. And then so it's yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. And even the there was there were like some rappers at the beginning. Yeah. And I recognized the songs from TikTok. And those rappers, I love them. Like I really enjoyed what they're doing. Like I you only hear like you know that song this like this beat that just goes, Nope, nope, yup. Yeah, yeah. yeah that guy was epic he was insane and there was this there was this girl before i i just i i, I thought the entered i thought the artists were better than the fights yeah the fights were, were pretty sad yeah but they were so short too so uh i i thought that's the future of entertainment man absolutely big ticket it's like going to a concert that you're watching live mm -hmm. and just wait till they can fill stadiums and do that shit and there were a lot of people there too not really fans but just a lot. Where was the fight? I didn't even know where the, where the fight was. Atlanta. Atlanta. Nice. Yeah. Unless I'm wrong, but I think it was Atlanta. Nice. It was just fun. So uh, entertainment. It's all about entertainment. Yeah. It's not about who's the best singer. It's about who makes the best show, right? It's not about who's the best fighter in the world. Obviously, there's a market for the best of the best of the best. Yeah. But who's going to bring the action? crazy especially everyone cooped up or most of the world cooped up it's like what else did you have to do you know from 9 to 12 on a saturday night yeah it's a perfect time yeah it's a perfect time to just sit back and enjoy the show so i was digging it it was uh, it was inspiring to watch even though like the, the the trash talk was low level the announcers were ridiculous every but it, it was it knew itself yeah. right it was on point with what it was trying to do and it was a gong show so I liked it. I liked that it was chaos. It was almost like celebrity death match. That's true. You I know, from back those. in the day. Yeah. On uh, MTV. Yeah. Mario Lopez. Like it. It was just a crazy fun event. So yeah, I enjoyed myself. Cool. That was worth it. I'll definitely be tuning into the next Jake Paul fight. Nice. I think Logan is fighting uh, Floyd Mayweather next. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's insane, though. <laughs> no, but that's like not even close. Is it a oh, but it's a crazy size discrepancy, but still, it's yeah, it's all about. And uh, I listen to a lot of like Dana White research, and that's why everyone likes the fight game because for whatever reason, when there's a fight, everyone is a fucking expert. <laughs> like everyone becomes an expert, and um, that's what it's interesting about the fight game. It's like yeah, Floyd, the odds should be you know ninety nine 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 point nine to one, but what if? And that's why people tune in is because of the what if. Yeah. And the fact that they're going to do it is like, fuck it. They're going to put on another crazy show. 100%. They're going to get the numbers. Yeah. If you get a guy in there like Floyd Mayweather, yeah. Money Mayweather, people are tuning in. Who figured I'm, I'm, this I'm, out? I'm watching it. Who figured this out a long time yeah, ago? Yeah, he was apparently the villain a long time ago. Yeah. So like, I'm watching. Yeah. I'm not not going to watch. There's all people want is a storyline. And that's the storyline in itself. What if arguably the best boxer of all time happens to be on the wrong day and gets clipped and loses his perfect record? He's 49 to no. Against, as they call it, a YouTuber. YouTuber. Apparently, like they, they say like YouTubers like as if they're like <laughs> yeah. the lowest level human possible. They're who's, not like these hardworking people who developed and excavated their niches and yeah. 
and work tremendously hard to build amazing followings and build businesses. Yeah. No, they're just YouTubers. Or great entertainers. Like Th Logan Paul what... was uh, on uh, on WrestleMania two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. What was he doing? Was he like fighting? No, he was like <laughs> he was like kind of like a guest. And so he was at ringside and then celebrated with the guy at the end. And then he got a Stone Cold Stunnered. Yeah. By who? Uh, by this guy, Kevin Owens from Marieville, Quebec. Fuck off. Yeah. Marieville. Yes. Wow. Marieville. I think my dad bought an RV from Marieville. They're actually near Trois-Rivières in Marieville. That's where it is. There's, uh, if you drive by, there's like a whole slew of like RVs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. It rings a bell. And Logan Paul is a is a fucking specimen of a yeah. of a dude, Jake, like Jake Paul too. But Logan's like way bigger and way more shredded, and he's gonna go up against Mayweather. But what Logan, what's Logan Paul's like? Uh, he he fought. He's he fought before his brother did. Actually, he started fighting before his yeah, brother. Yeah, no, but did. what what's his record? He's uh oh two and one. I think he. Yeah. So that's what he's going into fighting <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. But he has more followers and he has a bigger fan base. Yeah, it's it's not about no. how good you are. No. It's about how many eyeballs at the end of the day. That's all that matters. That's it. Fucking eyeballs. And these guys know. I love it. Everyone could be chirping, oh, YouTube this, or he's only doing it for the money that. It's like, dude, if it was up to you, yeah, would you not do the thing that brought you the biggest bang for your buck? 100%. At all times, we are always trying to do things that bring us the biggest bang for our buck. And so, even um, Ben Askren, so his his fights, I think he earned like two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the UFC last night. He got like six hundred k for a whole for punching out a lot quicker than uh, he did in the UFC. So, oh, he lasted longer in the UFC. Uh, yeah, yeah, way longer. Like he had. Uh, you say his cumulative was like two fifty k, or like his average, or like, like uh, just one fight was two fifty. So okay. last night he made six hundred salary without. I'm I'm assuming he got a portion of the buys too, because that's really where most of the fighters make their money. Okay. Yeah. And in terms of negotiation, uh, it was a good matchup yeah. for Jake Paul. One hundred percent. Because it's a guy who's actually a fighter. Yeah. Not some weird basketball player who's running around. Exactly. That was the ugliest fight ever. And uh, no, it was a smart fight by 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 Jake Paul. Yeah, and Ben Askren was the right guy. Yeah. The supply met the demand. Yep. He seems like a really good guy. And like Jake Paul knew that the guy wasn't a boxer. That's why he chose him. But he's an MMA guy. So we'll see, I'm interested to see who It's his, simple. His next MMA fight. guy. Yeah. That's it. You attach it to that. He's not, yeah. he's actually from the sport of fighting. Yeah. So that's great. I never knew. Uh, I know I've been chirped in the comments for being a uh, what a, a Rogan, uh, poor man's Rogan. Oh really? And now we're talking about fighting. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. That is funny. But look, I'm growing out my hair now. See, and my beard, because I've uh, created a character that only exists nice. in the digital realm. So now I can be my true self. What do you think about that? No, it's it's great. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be very cool. Yeah. Yes, me showing the fifth dimension. It's uh, it's coming, fellow time travelers. So what's the update since last week? Because I'm keeping you updated. Last week we played you the trailer. Yeah. I got some really nice uh, feedback from the trailer. Yeah. You guys dug the songs, dug the look. Um, but since then we've been building the, we've been qualifying leads for a week. Yeah. And uh, this week the sales team will be reaching out. I think um, the lesson is, you know, just keep going and it, there's no downside to just keep going because you're gonna you're gonna end up somewhere that you were not the week before, which can either be good or bad, but you will be forward. 
And so do you want to talk a bit about like, you know, this thing led to another and now you're in a place where I don't know how much you want to share, but it's, it's pretty cool, which is a cool lesson for, uh, for everyone. Yeah. So my, uh, my sales rep yeah. or my, what do you call, what do you call Juliet's role? Call it business development. Well, my head of business development yeah. is, is going to be sniping leads. Yeah. And we have certain strategies of how best to do that. Yeah. And her profile is currently being built. Yeah. So she could not snipe yet this week. Yeah. Because she was building a profile. Yeah. Getting the things done. But in the meantime, I was working on my album cover, the artwork. And I've been talking to you yeah. long time now about, or I don't know when this comic book idea emerged. 2017. <laughs> no, no, really? No. <laughs> I don't know when it emerged, but I've been talking about it at least for the last six months. Yeah. That like, I see it as a comic. I see it as a character. I see this as like a bigger world. I see this as the Matrix meets Power Rangers with music. Yeah. So I saw it as something like that. And this week I said, uh, I'm going to do some research on Instagram. I'm going to find some talented artists, some comic book artists to, uh, to look, it's essentially a shot in the dark because you, you never know what you're going to get. You never know what the line of communication is going to be. And working in collaboration with people is usually difficult when you're separated, when you're in the DMs. Yeah. Like, I didn't know if I was going to find someone, go on a Zoom call, you know, do all that bullshit, which, because like in the studio, you can't just be like, yo, a hi-hat a little lower in the DMs because it'll be 65 million DMs. And yeah, you know what I mean? Face to face. Yeah. Like this. I found this guy, a comic book artist, uh, decent following, reached out to him. He reached right back. And I said, I'm looking for um, some comic style art for my album cover. Check out my profile. This is like my look. This is my uniform. This is this and that. It's a, it's kind of like a time travel rock and roll thing. Here's the trailer. So you get the vibe of the music. And I'm looking for, uh, I'm, I'm looking to see what comes to your mind. Yeah. So he says, I've got a few ideas. Do you have any ideas? And I said, well, I've been working with this like Leonardo da Vinci uh, Vitruvian man idea. And the Vitruvian man is the naked dude who's like arms out like cross, his yeah, legs yeah. out, but yeah. there's like extra arms and extra legs and it's in this perfect symmetry. And I, I love Leonardo da Vinci. I love these guys who were polymaths, who were amazing in multiple, like mathematics, yeah. philosophy, biology, the sciences. Like, So I, uh, I said, I fucking dig that. There's something cool about it. I tried to fuck around and make some designs and it looks so horrible. And I was, all I said was my profile and my vibe plus Vitruvian man. He said, okay, I have some time in the next few days and I'll work on it and I'll send you something. Next morning I woke up because yeah. he's in Italy. Yeah. So he starts earlier and he said, yo, I was feeling inspired. I had some time. What do you think of this design? And I was like, whoa, it just opened a whole world that now made the comic possibility like a reality because it's always a thing to say oh i want to do a show i want to make a movie i want unless you're sitting on a script or you're looking at the artwork or you actually see it tangibly it doesn't hit yeah and i got the the first demo he's like this is a sketch i'm like in my head i'm like this is a fucking sketch this is sick yeah so i said you know what i love it um go forward on this idea um What's your price? He, he told me his thing. It worked for me. And he said, sure, I'll give you uh, an update tomorrow. So I, next day, he sent me a sketch of me, like, with the suit. And 
in this like anime style with like the armband and the shoes and like fucking everything. And I was like, holy shit, like this is real now. Yeah. And not only am I making like are the thoughts becoming reality, but he's almost making it in real time. Yeah. Which is super important in my opinion. It's super important. Any kind of business you're doing, any kind of like that's time is the ultimate weapon if you have a comp if you want to have a competitive advantage. Time. Yes. Well, time travel. Yeah. But if you can get, if you're working with someone, I don't know, if you're a freelancer or you do anything, if you can get the results to the person faster than anyone else, yeah. you will never be out of work, ever. Because people want instant gratification. That's the world we live in. 100%. Like I got, I was looking at some pictures yesterday. I got an email from a friend. That email took one second to come in my inbox, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, Fuck, they, way, way back in the day, they would send it by like horse mail, you know? So it's like, oh, I have these photos for you and you get them in two months. <laughs> or hawks. Or, or <laughs> hawks, falcons, I don't know, some fucking ravens, you know? Yeah, yeah. With a note. And then it's like, then there's what? Then there's like the post office, yeah. which is a black hole. You're like, you don't even know if it's, like it comes, but it comes when it wants. Yeah. And all that says, we live in an instant world. If you're working with someone and you want that repeat business and you want to keep getting it, you got to give it quick. Mm -hmm. And this person I'm working with is is young-ish, like yeah. 21. It's pretty young. But does it and gives it when they say, which is which is the best thing you can ask for. Amazing. And uh, where was I? So I looked at it and I'm like, this is fucking amazing. And I'm like, oh, can you throw this logo in there too? And he's like, well, I was thinking about doing that. And so he sends me immediately. Like I didn't have to wait a day. He yeah. sends it to me immediately and, he's, and I'm like, well, you know, it looks a little busy. It doesn't look as good as without anything. Long story short, the next day I wake up, he sends me this epic artwork and it's pretty much done. Yeah. I The only tweaks I had was like to my custom guitar. Yeah. But that's it. And I'm like, wow, in two and a half days, I got my artwork done. Where other artwork has been like pulling teeth. And like I've worked with per people for weeks and yeah, like yeah. not even used it. Yeah. And just took a picture of something and it looked better. Yeah. But... I didn't want to send it to you yeah. as soon as I got it because I wanted to show it you in person and, and talk about it and discuss it because you're a man who gets excited when you see a tangible product. Mm -hmm. Ideas are great for you, but I could tell they mean fuck all to you mm -hmm. because you can't do anything with an idea. You need this. You need... So I showed you today and I'm like, dude, this is the future of where this world is going. This is the future of perhaps me not as an artist in this 3D world, but perhaps as an artist in a virtual world. We're talking about digital assets. We're talking about avatars all the time. We're talking about the simulation. Where, where's the white space? Where can I have a competitive advantage? Like, why would you start a business that's like Google's competitor? Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. There's so many amazing artists. There's so many people who look fucking way cooler than me. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly looks cooler than me when he's sleeping. But if I can create a character that looks fucking way cooler than him that is completely different, now we're talking. And yeah. then I can collaborate with him in the comic book. Yeah. So what do you think? No, it, it, it looks amazing. I think it's not even, uh, you were talking about artists. It might not even be an artist. It might be a fucking, it's, it opens up a lot of possibilities. So I think it's cool. I think it's cool that none of it, <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, right once again, 100% of the shots you don't take, you so, end up missing. So so, you, so, how do you put that into context? 
in terms of when you just you know you've been wanting to do this comic and like just message people and you never know and you never know and the first thing that came back was fucking radical yeah and it's and it's beautiful and cuz i'm i love to create and i love to to use my imagination to create stuff that people think are bizarre until they see it and then it's like oh it makes sense yeah that's that's what i really love to do so to be an artist yeah sure i'm an artist but maybe like stan lee you know stan lee i, I fucking love yeah Chaim saban i really fucking love of power rangers stan lee marvel comics but if i can incorporate comics and like the matrix power rangers music and put them in together yeah. and work with great people to get it done because i write great songs but when i write with other people i write better songs I can produce my own shit, but when I work with producers, I make better productions. When I work with artists, my art or doodles come to life way better in ways that I can't imagine. So essentially, I'm the Steve Jobs of art, bro. <laughs> I'm the Steve Jobs of art. Steve Jobs wasn't an engineer. He wasn't particularly a programmer, yeah. but he knew how to piece this fucking shit together. He knew what he wanted. He knew how to put it together because I can, I can explain shit easily mm -hmm. right that that's why i was good at sales yeah because i could explain things simply maybe that's my fucking what i'm good at so i was able to explain to this guy in one paragraph and he gave me something that was exactly what i wanted yeah i didn't waste his fucking time he gave it to me and i want to build a world man and, and tell stories and in the beautiful internet age that we live in building let's say a comic uh, book one, whatever the hell it is, whatever format it is, whether it's a narration or actually drawings, who cares what it is, but we can market it. Yeah, We can market it and sell it and see if anyone gives a fuck. And then just like in the fight yesterday, we can sell merch within the thing. We can sell NFTs in the thing because we live in a new world. So why not take all the newest parts of this world yeah. to kill it? But at the end of the day, just building cool shit and making it exciting for people and getting some traction Building the time travelers. Because this Misho character now is not me. This is this is old Mick. This is the old boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Misho is this creation in the 5D universe in Earth 2137. Yeah. That's cool. He kind of looks like uh, Dr. Manhattan's son or something like that. Yeah. He looks like Dr. Manhattan's son with a pseudo Power Rangers outfit. It's fucking sick. And plays a guitar like Tom DeLonge. Yes. With it, blazers on. With Nike blazers on. And so I'm just excited because the imagination gets to run wild and it's bigger than just me. Like I'm still pitching the album. I'm still pitching to sync. I'm still pitching everything. But I don't know. It just, just speaks to me more. You it's, know what I mean? It's cool. And it's only like a couple of days old too. Like seeing something tangible that can open up a world of possibilities. Usually now it's where the momentum starts going and... Yeah, because the momentum has been going, but yeah. now it's like it's going even further, especially at the at the right time. Yeah, it's it's just exciting to me. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, you can think about the iPhone all you want, but once you see a prototype, it's cool. Once it can actually, you know, have a Wi-Fi signal. Imagine like the first iPhone with Wi-Fi signal. It's not just an iPod anymore, and you call your mom. It's like wow. I can call my mom now. It's like game over. Yeah. Then the world of possibilities exactly opens. But it's always bizarre when you can see it yeah. and visualize it in your head. Yeah. 
but you don't have the tangible product, you you've lost almost everyone. Yeah. Right? It's not even like I can tell it to you. I can tell it to my brother. There's a few people that I can explain these things, but until I have this, yeah. It's it's not there. But that's what I do, man. I, cr- I create stuff and I dig it. And uh so yeah, this world is, is is for the time travelers. It's to build the time travelers. Earth two one three seven. That's what goes on. Doctor Algo, the arch nemesis. Like that's that's for sure. And essentially, it's the feed, but in comic book form. Yeah. I don't know if it can be as absurd as the feed, but I want to make it like whatever it's going to be. So what do we need to do? Uh, draft episode one. Yeah. Story. Comic one. Yeah. So I need to find out the format of a comic. Yeah. Uh, a, write out, I always work backwards, write out what I want to accomplish with the episode and work backwards from that. Yeah. Who do I want to introduce? Am I the sole character? Are there more characters? And it's not me. Misho is the character. It's going to be fun. Do we know if George Lucas had all six episodes uh, written out? Um, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I we'll tend to think that he kind of did. I know that when he shot the first movie, he only shot like 20% of what he wanted to shoot. Interesting. Because he ran out of money. He thought he was going bankrupt. Yeah. Uh, I told you, right, when he was releasing the movie, they said, they told him how many theaters would open up to and like a 50th of what he thought. Yeah. So it was a surefire disaster. He he thought his wife was going to leave him because he was going to be bankrupt because he spent their savings. And then the movie made uh, 700 million. It's crazy. You know what the budget was? No. I think it was 12 million. Wow. Yeah. And it opened up a world of of fucking excitement and cinematic technology, merchandise. Yeah. They couldn't make a fucking sequel sooner. <laughs> not, they couldn't do it sooner, man. But that excites me, man, the world building. And I love music, so why not incorporate that? Yeah. It's all about vibes. What if there's other time travelers out there? What if all we're looking for in life is to find other time travelers or other people like us? You know, we always, if you're an alternative kid, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a little different than, than the norm, yeah. like the mass. And you're always like trying to find your tribe. What if this is the story of finding your tribe? You know? Kind of like when you're at a concert and you just want to find people that enjoy the same music as you. Yeah, so you, you go to that show and you can connect with all those people. You're all on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. You're enjoying the show. You're having a great time. Yeah. And and just building that that community of time travelers. And what if that community of time travelers in the real world affects like the storyline? You know? Mm-hmm. Who the fuck knows? But I think it's like unlimited, uncharted territory. Because I'm not just saying make a comic book. Yeah. I, I could, you can never just do the same thing. How can we elevate this? The digital world is coming. The avatars are, are getting ready. The blockchains are being social, socially proven. Yeah. It's a cool time, man. There's a lot of ways you can go with it, for sure. Yeah. But we got to get that first thing out. We got to get that first, put it out into the market and see who, who bites. And it's got to be like over the top. It can't be subtle. That's what I, I, I was thinking about yesterday when I was watching that uh, fight night. It couldn't be subtle. Nothing was subtle. None of the performers were subtle. None of the things that 
any of the announcers said was subtle. Mario Lopez was like the safest because he has a career actually outside <laughs> of this. But the rest of the people were just fucking disgraces yeah. in the best way. Yeah. Everything was over the top. They, it's like they gave it everything they had yesterday. They, they didn't pull any punches in that production. Yeah. It's cool. The gut punches, man. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm blah, blah, blahing about it. But just trying to see if it, if it leads anywhere. A lot of this podcast is me like talking way more than I should. It's all good. What do you think? Hey, Should if, I slow it down, let you talk more? No, if that inspires people or ask the people. Yeah, do I talk too much? Do I blah, blah, blah? Or do you like hearing my, my ramblings that go off too long? I think it's cool, especially if it's on a weekly basis, people get to see the journey of where Omic and Misha was at. Yeah, because it, I agree. Because at, at least if you're tuning in and you, and you give a shit, you're seeing the progression. You're seeing that new things are happening. Yeah. So like last week we were talking about pitching. Well, the pitching process started, not yeah. the actual pitching, but the prep. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, I made an album cover. So the album cover's down, done, and it opened a world to something else. And I've always been so immersed by the, the movie world and the music and all that stuff. So how can they live together? My problem is I always see like really far, but you have to take steps. Yeah, 100%. Was that me or you? No, that's mine. Okay. We got to take steps to, to build towards stuff. But with you, it's... it's You've taught me the simplicity of it. It's like, have something to sell, market it, see how it goes, do it again. It's not that complicated. That's all there is. So that's why with music, it's harder. Because with music, it's like you put out the music. Yeah. That's why you need record labels. You got to front load the money. You got to put out the music and then build the fan base and then sell them stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not really the most efficient business model. But if you can go out of the gate with a cool product... Right? It's like if you sell cool shoes, yeah. make an ad for cool shoes. It's true. Did anyone buy them? But if you make an ad for a guy who makes shoes who doesn't sell them, what the fuck are you? What, <laughs> what the fuck? Good God. But it's a sweet progression, and I'm excited. It's going to be cool. Why, that's why I didn't shave. I want to see how it looks. I'm growing out the hair. I'm going to grow a mullet. A skullet. A skullet. A skullet. So just in the back. Coupe Longueuil. Coupe Longueuil, yeah. No, no skullet for me. I like to keep it classy. This is about as, as thick as I'll go. But um, what else is on tap, Lockie? What's it? I was just excited to see. Just keep moving forward. Time travelers listening out there, it's like just keep moving forward and good things are going to happen. Time travel is really forward momentum, right? Yeah. It's like if you didn't accomplish something new this week, yeah. Then you were in the loop. 100%. Because honestly, there is nothing worse than not moving. It's like traffic, right? Arguably, there's nothing worse than traffic. So if... Especially when you want to go somewhere. Even worse. Yeah. You're, traffic, you're just gridlocked. Yeah. And it's a terrible feeling. So that is, it's, it is the feeling of... I, I did a lot of stuff that kept me busy this week, but did I, did I add something to my equation that altered my programming in somewhat, right? Did I shift something? I think so. I know I did. Yeah, yeah. And I know I do every week. Yeah. But now it's, it's really starting to see it. First of all, getting the trailer. Yeah. April 1st. Working towards that. Okay, a pitchable product. Great music. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Then getting a, a business... Development, yeah, person on board. 
another fucking development. Yeah, and arguably now you've added a new line of product. A new line of product is maybe the driver of all products. Maybe this is the thing that connects everything in time travel entertainment. Yeah. So next week, got to add more. Got to do more. Storylines got to be done next week. Yeah. Of V1. And man, remember I was talking about, obviously you remember because I keep bringing it up. <laughs> but when I was talking about Transformers, yeah, they had these Japanese toys and they didn't hire like Disney writers to make the story and write the names. They, get, they got some guy who made copies or something. <laughs> They're like, yo, Brad, uh, we need a story. Yeah. And it, we need it on Saturday. He's like, okay. <laughs> They're like, we need 50 names of characters. We'll give you the toys. He's like, Okay. And that was it. The deadline was the creator. Not the yeah. not the talent. So obviously collaborating with like epic talent, but you need to get things out. You need to start it. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Just fucking do it. Just do it. Megatron. Megatron. You're Megatron. Optimus Prime. Bumblebee. So many crazy names. But think think about that. And I remember it stuck with me as soon as I watched that, the toys that made us. Yeah. Like it, it like clicked something because it finally made sense. Build something awesome that you love that has a story. Yeah. And within that story, that's where you're, that's, that's the driver of everything. That's why YouTubers do great because they're essentially telling a story on a weekly basis. Yeah. They're usually being very practical or they make funny videos. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't have that thing. But at the end of the day, it's the same formula. My thing is just like creating things. Yeah, I think but as long as your characters are, are cool, that's usually the, the formula for success. Because kids, they just want to be cool. So if there's someone that they can relate to, do you think every kid that grows up, whether it be a boy or girl, looks at a character? Because at some point you have to run into some sort of comic book or Disney story. For sure. Like every kid. For sure. Every kid's like, oh, that's cool. That's who I relate to. And that's that identity is probably inception very uh, uh, at a very early it's age. Yeah. It's not like what is the like model, social model that I want to be? Yeah. Who was yours? Uh <laughs> there was so many, right? With all the wrestling characters, but like the Power Rangers. Um, but a specific character, whether it was from wrestling or Power Rangers. Yeah, I, I um, <laughs> your brother's going to love this because he always called me out on this. Um, from Dragon Ball Z, there was a character named Trunks and he was from the future. And it wasn't the main guy, but he was from the future. And he was like kind of cool, dark, mysterious, wasn't like the, uh, the main character. And like he, so they spent, I'd say like 24 comics trying to destroy this, uh, this character named Frieza. Okay. And so literally imagine a whole movie trying to destroy this character and like they literally lost half of the characters trying to beat this guy. And then start of season three, let's say, episode one. So they introduced Trunks, who's from the future. In episode three? Yeah. Or season three or whatever? Yeah. And then uh, the, the bad guy comes back and it's like, oh, fuck this guy again. And he literally obliterates him in like three seconds. No shit. Yeah. And only because he had the knowledge and he had already been through uh, through the battle. So. Okay, so he was a survivor from the future of this guy. Yeah, and then what he came to the earth that they were on to warn them that, like, obviously introduced a bigger threat. 
that was about to come. That's and that's always cool. That's been the same way with Power Rangers and any kind of comics. It's like as soon as you beat this villain, there's another one, another bigger one. It's like everything in life. Everything. It never ends. It only ends when the eyes close and never open again. Yeah. Whether you just got a promotion or you just sold a company or just moving on from a relationship, you think you just uh, beat. You think you figured it out. You think you got it under control and yeah. then boom. Yeah. Life happens. What about yours? Batman? The OG was Batman for sure. Before Spider-Man. Spider-Man was never. Spider-Man was more my brother. Yeah. Batman was always for me. He was always doing things, doing good, and never getting any credit for it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Misha. Yeah, man. Doing the right thing all the time. Yeah. And uh, his, his, his Bruce Wayne character was always getting shit. He had to act like a piece of shit. Yeah. But behind the scenes, he was doing everything he could for the good. So I always loved, I always loved, uh, I always loved Batman. I loved the White Ranger slash Green Ranger. Mm-hmm. Because he was the most evil, then he became the most good. Yeah. He was good. And who else was like, Iron Man never spoke to me. Um, Jean-Luc Picard, man. <laughs> really? Fucking, yeah. Fucking Jean-Luc. Fucking, he's a legend. Jean-Luc Picard is like, he's like a voice of reason. He, he's got his, he makes calls without knowing the full outcome, right? Like he doesn't have all the data, but he, He's like you. He has that 60% or 51%. Yeah. Make it so. Make it so, number one. Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc. But he came later in life. Like, I only really started watching Star Trek, like, in 2015, 16. So, so Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah. Bruce Wayne, Batman. But now I start to see how flawed he is. Yeah. So I'm not really interested in Batman anymore because he was always trying to do things alone. And when you do things alone and don't ask for help, life is way worse. Yeah. So it's almost like a trap. You need to collaborate. You need to work with others. You need to ask for help. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've learned that. And so Batman, as I grow up, seems more moronic to me than anything. It's like, why do you keep doing this alone? <laughs> yeah, there's the Justice League, but you're still not making friends with anybody. Yeah. You need a team. You need a team. You need people to work with. You don't need to do it alone. There's more than just darkness. Come on, man. For sure. But aesthetically, he was always so cool looking, just like Spider-Man. Batman and Spider-Man just always looked so cool. Yeah. Uh, I love the look of the black Spider-Man. Um, oh, yeah. The symbiote Spider-Man. Yes. yes. That guy was cool. And they did that with, with Miles Morales. They kind of like made a hybrid suit that kind of looks like those dark elements. But yeah. when you saw, when you knew Spider-Man's character for so long and how it looked, but then you saw that all black suit with the big white eyes and the huge white spider. Yeah. Fuck, that's so sick. Or uh, Batman Beyond. Did you like that guy? Yeah. Because he was kind of like a spider. He was like a skinny Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. What was his name? Something, Terry McGinnis. Yes. Terry McGinnis. I always liked the Joker. I Now I like villains. Okay. I like I like villains because it's fun exploring. A good villain has a good reason. And even though the good guys are against the villain, yeah. he has a reason that he believes or she has a reason that they, she believes. And I like putting myself in that perspective because I often see that that's the voice of not necessarily evil in society, but like it's an opinion that matters and that needs to be addressed and yeah. that really runs the real world. Yeah. 
like you need to make tough calls in life and you need to do things that are obviously exaggerated by the comics, but I like that perspective. So I identify more with villains now than I do with the, the heroes. Mm -hmm. Cause the heroes I find sometimes fight a fight that's like not worth fighting. Mm -hmm. That's why I have to see where the fifth dimension is going to take uh, yeah, the time. I think travelers. the kids need a new new type of heroes. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, because you're right. As you grow older, you start hating all of the heroes that you. They're yeah. like lame. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they're almost like they're fucking pussies, you know. Yeah. It's like no, if you wanna if you wanna make change, you got to do serious shit. <laughs> Superman's the ultimate simp. So <laughs> He is, huh? Yeah. I've simp. never been interested by Superman. Yeah. It, Except Dean Cain. Dean Cain was fucking the man. You're fucking right about that. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love Dean Cain. Yeah. Superman, Lois and Clark Superman? Because he was the funniest one. He was, he was, uh, he was light and funny. Yeah. He, he, he was, he had Lois who was so fucking hot. Terry Hatcher, not even the hottest, uh, the hottest Lois Lane. Not even close. My, by far. Yeah. I was a, I was, I don't know, in grade school when that was out, and I absolutely loved that. Yeah. Dean Cain was the fucking man. Oh, you know who else I connected with? Who? But Dean Cain was epic. And is he Asian? I, I think so. What is he? He's like, he's like some of those people that you don't know what they are, like Keanu Reeves. What the fuck is Keanu Reeves? Yeah, or Paul Korea. Or Paul Korea. <laughs> I don't know. They're just like, they're like everything in one. Yeah. So who else you connect with? Fox Mulder. Fox Mulder of the fucking X-Files. Thank yeah, you very much. Did he have any superpowers or no? No, man. He, just, I, he just had a I feel had like a he had one that, that, he could, that he couldn't die. Like, I, I feel like that was his superpower. Well, oh. maybe. Yeah. Uh, during a contract dispute, he, like, disappeared for three seasons. Okay. And then he came back. They said he got abducted or something. But uh, Fox, Fox Mulder had a, a, a hunger for knowledge. And he would he he searched for the truth. He yeah. lost his sister at a young age to a apparent alien abduction. Yeah. And his whole life was not uh, was was dedicated to discovering the truth about aliens. Yeah. And the the cover-ups. And and maybe that's the the the, the conspiracy vibe or like the Fox the, Mulder's as Donnie would say is a nasty guy. Fox Mulder is an epic guy. Nasty. No, Seymour. Is it Seymour Skinner? No, that's from The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, Skinner from like uh, Mulder's boss. That yeah. was a fucking nasty guy. But yeah, The X Files, man. The X Files was so good because I just loved UFOs always. For some, like since I was a little kid, maybe even before The X Files. Yeah. I remember for my birthday or for Christmas, I asked my mom always for UFO books. Books so I can learn about aliens and, and see all these things. And I don't even know what the fuck they're based on, but I've been obsessed with that stuff from a, a young, young age. Then I heard the song Aliens Exist. I'm like, what? Tom DeLonge of Blink-182 is into aliens? So and he left Blink for aliens. So Fox Mulder, Tom punk De rock music, yeah, aka Good Charlotte, or that fucking comic. What was it? What comic? Da, na, 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 da, na, na, oh, yeah, the, uh, the undergrads. The undergrads, which was Fox Mulder. Was it the main character? Yeah, it's uh, I think that's who it's based on. Nits, Nits. I don't remember that show at all, though. Maybe I need to check that out, but that makes sense because look, Fox Mulder with um, punk rock, yeah, and who else? Not G good Charlotte, but Tom DeLong, yeah, 
Star Trek. It's just it's really our influences are everything that we love combined into one. One hundred percent. Little Batman. Who knows? I'm excited to see where this goes, and it doesn't even matter. It's like just get started, and then it's gonna go somewhere. Because I think the idea is so fucking sick, yeah. and it looks, it just looks so cool. You saw what it looks like. Describe to the people of the Federation, if it, if it hit your <clears throat> vibe. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was uh, as a guy that's watched a lot of kind of cartoons and animes and uh, animated characters. I say it's uh, it's it's very unique and on its own. It it doesn't have that like Lincoln Park cartoon vibe because that's very dark. It's it's just very cool. I I don't know how to explain it. I'd say the closest thing would be a cooler version of the old Daft Punk music videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Cause yeah, they used to be cartoon. Yeah, I love that. Fucking love that. Like one more time was a cartoon, uh, and they had a whole series. So, who knows? Yeah. And they were guys who were not really out in the limelight, you know? Yeah. They loved being their characters and they loved producing amazing music. Yeah. But their personal life was pretty much cut off. No one knew who they were. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, I post and stuff, but, and I talk on the podcast, but for the most part, I'm a pretty private person. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm talking about this stuff because it's like the art and the work and the process. But I, I love that anonymity that comes with it too. Like even my brother, we, we were talking about that. He loves, like he's out there and he's like a persona and stuff. But there's no real personal stuff that comes out. It's just like, it's ideas, you know, that he talks about. So it just it just resonates with me. I, I don't have that gene and neither does he. You know that the the, the urge to be famous? Yeah. Like the necessity to be famous and it's not a bad thing it's just something you have Mm -hmm. or you don't like lady gaga has that or liam gallagher i don't know even tom does tom even have that or did he just right place right time i think i don't uh, know what it is yeah but there's certain like i don't know like the low jake paul has that right yeah like they have this thing i think because Going back to the comic books, I think when you grow up, you're kind of taught that the pinnacle of success is to be famous, right? And as you grow older, you're like, I don't want to talk to less people. You know, it's it's actually not about being famous. It's about, you know, creating something of value and have an impact. And I like like you said, the way you do that isn't through kind of being famous it's through the work that you put out that you put out through the sub- subconscious right because uh, it's like what is your message through the work that you're doing or, or what value are you providing 100 percent. yeah because if you can do what you love to do and live a nice private life yeah. to me that's just a lovely thing sure i i like to be recognized like that's cool yeah but for the most part, I rather be more Bruce Wayne in that domain. You know, the it's thing. All, yeah. You know, because it's all, it, it's, it's all in the work that you do. You said Steve Jobs before, right? He's, he will, you know, you don't necessarily know him for the personality that he is. You know him for the the work that he was able to put together and leave the mark on. on yeah, like obviously he had some like a great story and great, um, you know, buzz buzz clips about yeah. what he would said and how he believed and things like that. Yeah. But for the most part, 
his product did the work for him. Right? Same with Elon. Your product should always same same for Kanye, right? Like I, I'm I'm assuming when he first started, he's like, I want to be the best rapper. I want to be known for this. And then as you get older, you're like, oh. well, it it just makes more sense. Yeah. It's more feasible. It's more like quality of life is is the number one, and your work is gonna represent where you're at. I, th I think I know why. It's because again, once you grow up in the hall and like. The Hollywood's the pinnacle. You want to be the, the guy or the gal. But then there's a reason all of these you know, public figures, they transition to becoming producers. Number one, you make shit tons more money than actually being the actor most of the time. And I think it's always going to be more gratifying to see someone else succeed or your, your work and your art succeed at the end of the day. That's why you're always so hesitant. But like, no, I, I don't want to be the guy. I want to create something that's bigger than... Than me, yeah, because yeah. I, I, it's like, I don't know, I, I don't have this inner nar narcissist thing, maybe. Maybe that's the wrong word. To like want to be the guy. Like I don't want to compete with other people who are trying to be the coolest guy in the room. Yeah. Like I, I find that... I. I have no desire to, no, I to think, battle someone. I think you have a phase that's like between an 18 and 30 to do that. And it's cool. It's like, you know, gladiators, uh, gladiator style. But even after that, you, you, you kind of grow out of it. Arguably the most showman person ever, MJ, Michael Jordan, right? Like I'm the guy, nobody's even close. I'm cocky and I will win. I'm undefeated. And then, you know, as you get older, it's not about you. It's about changing the world and, having a bigger impact. Yeah. Because I guess if, if you're an actor and you end up being a producer, it's like you go in with, with something that you have, a natural ability, mm -hmm. but then you can do different things, right? Like Post Malone, even with his booze, like he loves to get drunk. He loves to, he's going in as an amazing artist, but he's using his talent to eventually get him something that will allow him to live a more private life. Yeah. Right? So who knows? I just, I just, it's no different than Luke, Luke Skywalker, right? You're, you're, you're the Jedi until later on your journey is you realize it wasn't about being the Jedi. It's about kind of keeping the Je Jedi mindset alive and seeing other Jedis pop up. Exactly. That's been your focus for, for a long time Yeah. with Totem. Yeah. And now with the, the businesses that you run. But yeah, it's essentially it. And like, I don't have that hunger to like put out videos. I just, just don't have it. But I have a hunger to work 25 hours a day on making some really cool shit. Yeah. So that's what you should go towards, you gravitate towards, right? Yeah. Because or else, like Mark Vesprini would say, like, uh, does it feel like you're swimming against the current? <laughs> and sometimes that stuff, yeah, for sure. I, I, and I'd rather create stuff. Yeah. That doesn't exist. <laughs> that's just, this is what it is. But does that mean there's not music coming out? No, that means there's going to be more music coming out. That means, because it's all about shooting your shot in the most, like, right, like as you say, in a snipe. If you want to make music, you want to find a way to get the most people possible to listen to your music. Yeah. Right? That's, that's the idea. Just like if you're doing a job, when you go to your job interviews, you want to take the job that offers you the most money, right? Yeah. For the, like, it's got to be a balance, right? But. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how are the most people going to listen to music? Is it if this immersive comic world exists? Well, I think maybe there's a better shot with that than me just being an artist, a one-on-one, one-dimensional, yeah. you know? That's what it is. So more music will come out, more collaborations.
because at least there's this thing that exists beyond me. It's not just about, yo, yo, follow me, yeah, yeah. listen to me, listen to this shit. It's like, no, I'm telling you about this stuff now, but the, the real joy is, is just the, the creation process. I love it. And now my business development department is going to fucking rip. Very excited. And then, uh, what are you, my negotiator? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, if you want to be. Yeah. I'll try to negotiate, and then if I have enough bad deals, then I'll bring you on. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But, uh, okay, that's about it. Cool stuff. Yeah. Good, good updates. Yeah, that's a good update. I was doing, you know, the, before, a few months ago, uh, a weekly, like, five-minute video update of the week. Yeah. This is way better. Yeah. And talking to you was awesome. Talking to you is, is delightful because... I can ramble and it's not really rambling. I'm just like going into it. That's what a podcast is for. Yeah. And then you hone it in and ask me like really sick questions um, that make me think that give the viewer something interesting. So you're a great co-host on this. Yes. Who knows if it'll be the Misho podcast? Cause if Misho becomes this character, then maybe the Misho podcast, there's a conflict cause I'm just a dude. I'm just, dude, Misho is, is this character. So maybe it's just third-party vibes. Absolutely. And if you know, you know, right? It's cool. And maybe the podcast, third-party vibes, is in the comic. Of course. Know what I'm saying? Well, why wouldn't it be? Know what I'm saying? And you brought up something good last week. You said it's important to ask the viewers yes. to like, follow, subscribe, hit the notification bell. All of these things help. The algorithm, it helps the art that we're creating here. Yeah. It helps. And it helps that, you know, we're not just w wasting our time. We'd probably do this regardless, but it's it's always good to get that validation. And it also um, enables us to kind of achieve our mission, our, our mission, which is to get all this content out to as many people as possible. Yeah. And I think this this content is great because it lives forever. It's it's essentially what, what a lot of creators are are going through and a lot of people who are entrepreneurial so if you can like subscribe follow share all that great stuff really comment, helps a lot yeah. comment because it, it helps like spread the vibes and essentially what we're doing here is we're, we're being totally open totally honest um i know in the world fake it till you make it is like a is like a proven thing that works yeah but i don't really have that ability mm -hmm. to fake it until I make it. So I'd rather just be transparent until I make it. And I am making it now because I have the ability to do it. So fuck it. I'm doing it. Love it. So thank you, fellow time travelers. The album is being pitched this week. So maybe it'll turn up in a movie. Maybe you'll hear it this summer from a big label. Who the hell knows? I just know that uh, I'm happy to have you along for the ride, fellow time travelers. Mm -hmm. There will be a Galactic Federation membership that will come with the first iteration of the comic book, perhaps the album. Yeah. And uh, that is about it, fellow time travelers. So my friend, Locky. We'll see you next Sunday. See you next Sunday. Thanks for hanging out. And here's a little dose of uh, Spaced Out.